Welcome to the Defence Forces podcast brought to you by the Defence Forces Public Relations Branch. Hello and welcome to the Defence Forces podcast. My name is Captain Keen Clancy and today we're going to be speaking to the Chief Defence Forces Psychologist, Commandant Dorothy O'Brien, about ways to look after your mental health during the COVID-19 outbreak. So uh, welcome, Commandant Ryan. Thanks very much for taking the time to come on to the uh, podcast. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. So what, as we discussed the last day, what, what we're looking to do is we're going to treat it like a kind of a, a clinic environment and an informal environment. So we're going to go on a first term basis for the for the course of the podcast. So, Dorota, do you want to give us a bit of a breakdown of, of kind of your background in the Defence Forces and, and kind of why, why this sort of mm-hmm. thing is important right now? Yeah, sure, Kian. Um, so I'm in 12 years. Um, I'm a military clinical psychologist. And what I do on daily basis, I look after mental health of our personnel. Okay. And in, in the current climate with regard to, say, say COVID-19 and the restrictions going on, mm-hmm. it, it must be a really important aspect of life um, to look after mental health at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think right now with all the restrictions, I think everybody is, is, is feeling it. Um, and people are having wide range of emotions. Some people might get worried. Some people might get stressed. Um, some people find um, quite boring or, you know, they get angry. So um, I think we're very important to, to, to look into different techniques uh, which will help people to alleviate that, uh, those feelings. Yeah, of course. So, so when we were talking about doing a podcast on this originally, we kind of thought we'd, we'd break it down into a number of different sort of categories that maybe would make it easier for people to follow through on, on the various aspects of mental health during during a crisis like COVID-19 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think mean, we said we, we were going to go through some of the some of the behavioral aspects of it mm-hmm. we might look at some thought-based aspects of it feelings mm-hmm. and physiological responses and then we look at a, at a breathing exercise style scenario which you can use yourself at home or which our listeners can use themselves at home mm-hmm. so with regard to behaviors and and looking after behaviors in the face of COVID-19, what, what are we talking about? What, what do we mean by, by that section? Mm-hmm. So I think the, the really first thing which is really important is to, to think informed. Um, and what I mean by that is, is to kind of look where you're getting your information from. Um, so I would really recommend people to, to look at the platforms which are uh, the ones which are accepted, you know, official information. And within that, um, limit your exposure to it. So, for instance, some, some people, you know, tend to watch news quite a lot, um, con- constantly refreshing uh, websites and pages. Um, what I would say it's, it's maybe once a day if you stick to the main um, news, maybe six or nine o'clock, and then get your information over there. Okay. Um, another thing uh, where we get our information from is obviously social media. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot there. There's a lot on Facebook, Twitter, um, and things like that. With that, you know, the difficulty with it is they're based on emotions. Okay, so they're going to make you feel a certain way. Um, so what I would advise is to actually limit your social media usage because of that. So when you're going through things and, and you not might be aware of, of how is that affecting you emotionally, you might get more anxious or more upset. And thinking that, okay, you're just reading news, mm-hmm. um, but it's how those uh, social media platforms are created. Okay, so it kind of it kind of sounds to me like what we're talking about is like things that people are doing externally, as in mm-hmm. like looking at too much social media or, mm-hmm. or focusing too much on the news is 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 a, like a behavior, a thing that you're doing yourself that maybe mm-hmm. limiting that would be would be a kind of a good idea mm-hmm. in order to sort of mitigate. Mm-hmm. You know, negative feelings during during the current crisis. Mm-hmm. So, are there any other things besides? staying informed in a healthy way that, that okay. one can do or yeah. do any other kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's, that's the first thing. So, you know, with that, what I would go next is to, to, to say to people that having a daily routine is really important, okay? So, in, obviously, in the current climate with the restrictions, um, with 
quite a lot of people being, you know, at home or kids being at home, no schools and things like that. Uh, for instance, um, you, you, you might think that not going to work will allow you to stay in bed for a little bit longer and things like that. It will work for a while. But then, at, you know, at, at maybe at the week two or week three, as we are now, week four, um, you find yourself being overwhelmed with, with various things because you don't have the routine. So having the daily routine. But with that, I think it's very important to adapt to it. What was already right now and when I was, you know, working with people from overseas, you can see the same level of adaptation uh, why they go overseas, for instance. Yeah? So you move into a different country, you're there for six months, and you have to adapt and adjust to, to, to the new environment. Um, so I think some of the soldiers would, would be very resilient and very well equipped to actually deal with the situation because of the previous overseas experience. Um, so something like that. So having routine, but knowing that, okay, it's different. You know, you have kids at home, or maybe, you know, your partner's at home, or maybe your partner's in work, or you both, you know, frontal workers, and you both have to be in work. So there's a lot of adjustment going on there. Um, but sticking with your daily routine, I think, is a very important thing. Yeah, of course. I mean, we, can, we can all say that, say, if, if we've been at home and we haven't been doing anything regularly or we've been just lazing around and mm -hmm. haven't had our, I say, our blocks in the middle of the day or our times to do things, you do end up feeling a little bit flat and, mm -hmm. and it, it can, I presume, it can lead to sort of negative feelings in mm -hmm. that sense. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and with that, the other, you know, the other behaviours alongside with the daily routine, what you need to look into is, um, Kian, would be, you know, of course, your, for instance, your eating habits, yeah. you know, so what you eat and how you eat. And, you know, being at home and may, maybe not having the pressure of going into work the next day, um, some people might, you know, drink alcohol excessively or, or, you know, drink coffee in too much. Which is you said to me as well, I was earlier drinking, drinking too much That's coffee. That's so. another cup, you know, and it's, only, you know, it's only 11 o'clock. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, something like that, knowing that actually the reason why I say that is because it leads your, you know, to increased anxiety. Um, you might think that, you know, oh yeah, it feels good to have a drink and you might feel relaxed. However, it's actually the opposite, yeah. you know, you might elevate your anxiety a bit further. Okay, yeah, and, and as regards like your eating habits outside mm -hmm. the drink as well, like I presume like home cooked meals and, and using maybe meals as a, as a thing to help your, your routine, having your meals at a certain time to sort of build your routine around if you're at home, for say families of personnel who aren't necessarily in work. Yeah, absolutely, and then there's an activity you could include your children with, or, yeah. or that could lead, to, for instance, if you um, think about behaviours, you know, picking up an activity which absorbs you, so cooking can be something you say, okay, do you know what, I'm, I'm not great at that, but I will spend some time um, developing a new skill. Yeah, so you can lead, okay, well, I have to eat healthy, it will be good for me to eat healthy, and I can work on my um, eating habits, and I can work on my cooking skills. Yeah, so I suppose, like, if you have extra time at the moment as well, mm -hmm. with regard to behaviours, it might be a good idea to, like, pick up a hobby, or, mm -hmm. you know, like, if you, say, increase the amount you're reading, or as Absolutely. in, maybe, I don't know, my mother does jigsaws, but, do you know, yes. that kind of thing, I suppose that would be a good strategy yeah. to take. Anything which, which you know, interests you right now, and, and my you know, help you to, to, you know, decrease the anxiety you might have around being at home all the time or being, being restricted. Um, obviously, exercise is one of the things, so doing everything like that, you know, from, you know, running within the, you know, two kilometers radar or um, doing yoga or anything like that. You said jigsaws um, stay at home activities, you know, with, with yourself, with your kids, with your partner. Um, learning how to play an instrument. Um, I think people need to be a little bit flexible and creative around that. Yeah. Um, because our, we are restricted, so there's many things which are um, closed at the moment. Um, so you are at home, 
So you use your creativity. Or even, you know, some people would find themselves um, cleaning. Uh, you know, obviously not being obsessive about that, uh, but just doing things you never had time to do. Okay? Great, yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that, I mean, that sounds really useful mm -hmm. for people, like taking a positive step and, and slightly kind of changing mm -hmm. their behaviour. Mm -hmm. And like with regard, with regard to exercise inside the two kilometre limit, obviously from a military perspective, most soldiers are very used to that, but I mean, it, I presume it would be a good thing to bring along, to bring the family along, maybe bring the kids along. It's a, it's a fun activity to do, yeah. maybe something outside. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, actually I do it myself. I, I have I have three kids and um, well the, the youngest is too small she's only four but the other two uh, what we do we do a daily mile I think they, they, that's the in, um, initiative they have at school they do a little run um, which is one mile long and kids can do it they, you know my kids are um, eleven and eight um, so every evening we, we just go it's around ten minutes around the block um, and you know it's it's a little healthy activity you can do with them. Oh, great. And you can bring the dog. Well, we bring the dog as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine contact with animals and things is always nice. Mm -hmm. It's always a good stress reliever. Mm -hmm. um, just oh, sorry, just about sorry about the exercise. I actually, I think yesterday I saw the videos which, which are available on you know Defence Forces yeah. exercise uh, website, uh, which is great. Yeah. Um, so it's something you can do at home. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to have any equipment. Um, and, you, and you can kind of yeah, exactly yeah. it's great and and Absolutely. I was I was actually I was actually just going to mention that for for anybody listening at home or, or, or serving personnel or even if you're not if you're not serving or you're not you're not a family but serving member on our members area of military.ie we do have a link to an exercise video that was mm -hmm. done by the Defence Force Physical, Physical Education School and as uh, Drew uh, referenced you don't require anything for it uh, it's a nice thing to be able to follow along if you're looking for ideas of ways to keep active and keep fit at home. Mm -hmm. So with regard to kind of behaviours and positive behaviours that we, that we can take, what do we talk about, say, sleep? I know we talked about sleep a bit earlier and getting up at regular times, but say the amount of sleep you're getting, I mean, for a lot of people it might sound really attractive to get 10 or 11 hours of sleep a night, but is that excessive or should you try and keep your normal sort of times? Yeah, of course, normal times. Yeah. So I think initially when, when the whole thing started, people were like, oh yeah, I can stay at home, I can sleep a bit more, longer. Um, yeah, but we are four weeks into it. So, you know, things which were okay at the start, maybe not okay at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it is, you know, going to bed and getting up at the regular times. Um, just because you're home and you're sitting on the couch, maybe watching a program, doesn't mean you have to nap with it, because that means, you know, you might have a difficulty falling asleep later on. Um, so all the little, you know, bits and bobs around your sleep hygiene, um, they're very important right now because you are at home a bit more. So, you know, you make sure that your bedroom is for sleeping. Um, that is nice and it's airy and, and, and it's pleasant to sleep in. Um, if you're struggling, you know, to, yeah. to, to, to fall asleep or if you find yourself oversleeping because, you know, you're home all the time. So what else can I do? I can, I can nap all the time or I can sleep too, too, too long. That's not healthy either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, for an, for, for an adult, it would be, you know, between maybe six to eight hours a night. You know, it's different for kids. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah. very good. Okay, so having spoken about what we kind of do in our daily lives on a day-to-day -day mm -hmm. basis, the kind of behaviours that we can change, um, our modes of thinking are affected by the current crisis as well, I presume. What, what would you, mm -hmm. kind of advices, or what, what would you say about that? Mm -hmm. So I think even, you know, being at home a little bit more and having time to think, we do think, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. However, it's quite important to, to track how we think about, about things. And, and in the current environment, I, I, I kind of tend to hear the people turn into those negative thoughts um, you know there's a lot of uncertainty because um, we don't know how it's going to you know how it's going to go when it's going to end um, so I think it's very important to kind of 
track your way of thinking. Yeah. So, so with that, what I mean by that is to, to find out what are your thinking patterns. Yeah. So obviously, you can be quite positive, you can be quite negative, or quite realistic. Um, but that tendency currently is, is, is people tend to think negatively. Yeah? So there's something which, which um, in psychology we call negative automatic thoughts. Um, so those kind of thoughts where, where you think negatively about what's coming out um, at you, you know. So what you might find yourself is maybe um, you you be catastrophizing a little bit more, or um, something which is called personalizations when when you think, um, you know, it's 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 my fault or or it's 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 all me. I, I, you're not seeing the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You think it's, it's okay. It's only happening to me or. Or it's because of me, yeah. um, or an, another way of, of, of you know things is kind of discounting the positives, um, and just seeing the negatives. Yeah. So for instance, if I were if I do a little test with you, so I have a blank page here, right, and um, and I'm showing um, you a page. What can you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just just for the listeners home, so so Gerard has has just picked up a page, just put a mark on a page, and it's, it's a blank page. So what you'd naturally see is, well, I see a, I see a dot on a, on a black, black page. Dot. Yeah, yeah, so this big, dot. huge A4 white page. Yeah. And what you are focusing is on the little black dot. Yeah? Yeah, so that yeah. kind of tendency in our perception to focus on, 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 on negative things. Mm. Yeah? So th- these are all the ways of how people tend to think. Yeah? So it's quite, it's quite negative. So it, it's, it's kind of tracking your way of thinking. I'm yeah. not saying that that's the way you, how you think about it. It's just these are the pitfalls of people might fall into, yeah, and when they course. have more time and and you know with with the anxious climate outside, um, it can be quite quite negative. Yeah, I, and I suppose like I mean it is a it is a frightening time. People people mm-hmm. are getting scared for themselves, for their loved ones, for mm-hmm. you know elderly relatives and things. Um, and like I suppose there's a, there's a loss of control there for people, which people mightn't be used to as well. Yeah, absolutely. So so. Um, so with that, like, so just to avoid the, the, neg- the negative pitfall in that, it, it's, it's to look at things you can change and things you can control. Yeah? So rather than looking, okay, things I cannot control, things, th- things will scare me, unknown, you say, okay, within all of that, and that behavior is, you know, just what we spoke about, all the things we do control, all the things we have influence on, um, it's very important to think that way, okay? Um, another thing which is coming to my mind is, and there's, there's obviously a few practical tips uh, for people who tend to think maybe a little bit negatively. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's to try, first you need to know that your thought is negative. So what I was saying, you know, kind of track your thoughts. Find out, okay, you know, how am I thinking about something? Is it negative or is it positive or yeah. is it neutral? So if you find yourself, like, okay, it is quite negative, like a black black, um, black scenario of, of a situation. The black, the black dot on the page. Or exactly. Yeah. Um, what, I would, what I would recommend is, is, is to kind of... Um, Find the alternative way of thinking. Yeah? So you don't have to go from very negative to very positive because that, that might not work. That, you, know, you might not believe in that. Um, so rather than just being you know, one from the other, trying another, trying different way, alternative way of, of that scenario. Yeah? So yeah. is there any other way? So with that, you might say, okay, what, what's the evidence? That, yeah? right. So people tend to say, "Oh, you know, it always happens to me. You know, I, it, it is going to be like that. I am going to catch the virus." Or, okay, so what are what are the figures for that? Yeah. So you know, if you worry about something, examine the evidence, which is yeah. a strong evidence. But okay, you know, for instance, you might not catch it if you follow the guidelines. Yeah. yeah? If you stay home and you know wash, wash your hands and all, all of that. 
Um, and it comes along to everything. You know, it doesn't have to be just about the virus. It can be any way of negative thinking yeah. when you just check in the evidence. Um, okay. okay, another 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 kind of practical way when you, people want to said like, you know, personalized things. So things don't happen because of me. So it yeah. kind of blames them. It's, it's, and they become very harsh on themselves. Yeah. Um, another kind of tip to do to, to kind of walk around it is to use what I call like a friend friend approach, yeah. So like a second person approach. So ask yourself, would you and you know would you say that to a friend? So imagine you, you have a friend who comes into you and says, oh, this is not happening, and and would you be so harsh towards him? Yeah, yeah well, that's yeah. very good. That's very good point. Something that people mightn't really be able to see normally, like as in yeah. what I'm saying to myself in my own. Oh head. yeah, not so acceptable. Oh look at you. You know, you might be. You know, yeah. oh look at you. You know, fool and it's things not like, like that. You're going to be going around and confronting other people with left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's very so, interesting. So so yeah. So if you say like, would you say to to a relative or a friend or people, you say no, I wouldn't because that's very harsh or that's very cruel to say to anybody. So why do you say it to? Yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, why are you so negative? Um, you know, to, towards yourself. Um, another one uh, which I find quite good is is um, to focus on, on things which um, which bring you you know happiness and things like that. So positive, naturally, you know, work on your association. So if you associate some of your thoughts around things which which make you smile or or make you feel relaxed, if you find out what they are, then you find out what what makes you you know more. Um, relaxed and happier and more positive. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, they're, they're also mm -hmm. kind of good mm -hmm. techniques, like so, like log like logically thinking, evidence-based thinking, and uh, like I suppose there there's an element there of, of consciously telling yourself to, well, you're looking at it in this way, just try and look at it in, in, in maybe mm -hmm. the opposite way or in... Exactly, you know, yeah. yeah. Because if you think of it like, it, it's so important because um, how we think about things is going to make us feel a certain way. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, how we think about things is going to make us do certain things. Yeah, so if you look at the, your thought process, say, okay, well, that's going to you know influence how I you know how I behave. Yeah, yeah. how I react to certain things. Yeah, that's why it's so crucial to know um, your your ways of thinking. Yeah, so you just check in with yourself first. I'm not saying it's negative. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah. It's quite important to know where it is. And I suppose would that tie into like being self-aware, like just your, your your awareness of yourself and, and mm -hmm. kind of what you know realizing the way you're actually thinking and, and making mm -hmm. a conscious effort to be self-aware. Yeah. So not just allowing the thoughts to come in and out, but saying okay, well, oh, assess them. Yeah. So maybe maybe if if they are negative, mm. um, because there there is a lot of negativity out there. There is a lot of um, you know anxiety and stress and 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 people are worried. Yeah, so how they speak about it is in kind of negative terms, on, on worry terms. So you might, you know, you might absorb it, and then you might find yourself, you know, sitting at home and dwelling on things like that, which is actually, you know, it's quite negative. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's about it's kind of checking in your your thought process. Check, checking in on your thought process, and how yeah. is that? Just from the point of view, it's very fashionable at the moment. I really don't know a whole lot about it, but people talk mm. a lot about. I'm sure you probably know what I'm going to say, but people talk an awful lot about mindfulness at the moment. Is that so is that connected to this concept, or is that part of a different sort of concept? Of what we're talking about, or it's 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 of course it's connected, yeah. So the the, the concept we actually we are talking about uh, for people who might be familiar with it's you know kind of it's based on cognitive behavior therapy, mm. um, which has the four components of behaviors, thoughts, emotions, and and body reactions, yeah. Uh, but mindfulness is, is it's all over it, yeah. yeah. So being aware 
being aware of, of where you are, who you are, what are you thinking, what are you feeling. Yeah? So it's kind of increasing your overall awareness. Okay, so it, it takes in everything. Like, so. Yeah. So I, I kind of suppose at, at this point, like, it'd, be, it'd be a good mm-hmm. opportunity to, to kind of talk about our own feelings and, and mm-hmm. how we may feel. You, you mentioned at the top of the podcast that we were talking about, like, you may feel frustrated. It's not all just feeling anxious, it could be frustrated, it could mm-hmm. be angry, mm-hmm. boredom, mm-hmm. like how, how can people sort of deal with those feelings or, or how, how do you know, dealing deal with how they're being made feel like? Yeah, sure. I think um, I th- that's a key component for, 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 for me in here, um, emotions, it's how you feel. Yeah. So everything is, is, is associated with how you feel because you feel a certain way, you do certain things or you think certain way. Um, so I would really emphasize um, emotions and, and and emotional awareness and feelings because that's the key. So that's how I work with people. Um, you know, I work towards you know increasing the emotions, awareness, and 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 being um, in touch with your own emotions. Yeah. Okay. So um, so w- with that, with your question. So first of all, I think it's very important to be able to identify your emotions. Yeah. So everything makes you feel something. And you know how we I reference the social media. It's based on emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's not just dry facts, which you might get um, on, on the official platforms. And social media are based on likes yeah. Yeah, or, or follow-ups or retweets. Yeah? So it's all emotionally based. And even how people present certain things, um, it's driven by emotion. So it makes you feel a certain way. So you might be reading something and you're not aware of, of how that triggered that emotion. So first you need to identify your emotional state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so for instance, so how are you feeling right now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how am I feeling? Uh, feeling a little Just bit... Just take your time, uh, take a few minutes. Take, take, take my time. Take, 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 try, try and, few try seconds. And get my head into my own emotions. Um, there you go. Feeling a little bit... Uh, not to put you on the spot there. <laughs> Uh, feel, I, suppose, I suppose you feel a little bit of low level anxiety all the time but that might have something to do with all the coffee I've drank but, um, <laughs> or the fact that, the fact that um, we're all being recorded on a podcast but yeah so, so low level kind of ang- a, little bit, a little bit anxious mm-hmm. um, maybe mm-hmm. it's to do with COVID-19 as well who knows mm-hmm. so in this moment yeah mm-hmm. so it's so something like that you identify how you're feeling right now yeah maybe later on if you, if you manage to get out early or you manage to go for a nice walk because it's a nice day you might feel differently in half an hour when that's over, you might feel differently. So it's kind of learning. Yeah? It's a learning curve to identify, how am I feeling right now? Yeah. And tracking it and checking it. And because there's so, it's a huge wide range of emotions out there. And everything makes us feel a certain way. And because of how things make us feel, you know, we do or we don't do certain things. For instance, if you think about emotional eating, yeah? yeah. So why we sometimes we, we tend to do certain things or eat certain things or, or drink a bit more it's all connected by emotions yeah? so if you learn how to identify emotions it'll be so much easier to regulate your mood it'll be so much easier to to cope with so many things if you know what you're feeling in a moment and so yeah. would you advise people say during the day maybe just stop for a second and and just think to themselves okay how really and, and honestly how am i feeling right now mm-hmm. and why why do I feel like that what, what is really bothering me or what is well see that's the next step so yeah. first of all you're trying to learn um, how you feel mm-hmm. yeah? so so you know kind of stepping into what's causing it it's later on to be able to answer that you need to know how you're feeling in the moment okay. so it's kind of first of all think about insight into your emotional world and emotional awareness these are kind of the two words 
Um, so if you increase your emotional awareness, you know how you feel. So yeah, check in with yourself. How does it make me feel? Okay, I'm, I'm reading something. I've just learned something. I just got a phone call of someone. Um, or it's a nice day or a bad day. Or, you know, I, I made a meal. I didn't make the meal. How is all that making me feel? Or oh, the kids are driving me crazy. You know, how is that yeah. making me feel? Or how... All of it. So just learning first how you feel throughout okay, the day. And, and once say you've identified that you're feeling mm-hmm. like a negative emotion, like what kind of, what kind of strategies would you... Um, advise to to deal with that or to help that feeling I mean obviously you can't give a magic pill for someone to change the way they feel but you can maybe offer some kind of ways Mm -hmm. of but it's not it's not about changing how you Mm. feel it's accepting how you feel yeah so we're not looking at the oh you should be feeling certain way just because you feel like that it's okay yeah Okay. So it's you identify how you feel and then you try to accept it. Okay, well, that's, you know, it makes me feel anxious or it makes me feel angry. It is frustrating that I don't know when's that going to end. Or, I, you know, or it's frustrating the school has to close and why I'm supposed to, you know, the kids all the time. Um, so things like that. So it's about accepting, not changing it. Okay, and, and so like accepting that it's okay to feel frustrated. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I presume that there's kind of shame is probably tied up. If, if I feel, if I'm at home and I feel frustrated or angry, mm-hmm. then you also feel, you might feel ashamed because you mm-hmm. don't want to be mm-hmm. frustrated or angry in mm-hmm. front of family members. But mm-hmm. it, it's about accepting that it's okay to feel like that, that uh, you're not yes. doing anything wrong. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's about acceptance. Yeah, acceptance how, how you feel. The state you're in, it's, 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 you know, and, and obviously, just to be clear, we, we're talking about normal limits here. Yeah? yeah. So we're not talking about people who are um, quite unwell and they, you know, might escalate on, on, on some of the emotional reactions. Yeah. And we are just talk, talking about average people who just might feel a certain way in the moment. Okay. It's all about accepting it. Yeah? Okay, it's about allowing it to be, you know, it, it's almost like if you're trying to push out the image of your head from your head. Um, it's keep popping up, popping up, popping up, and it's yeah. trying to push up. The same with emotion. If you're trying, if you're trying to deny it, if you're trying to avoid it, it won't go anywhere. Yeah, you might try to ignore it for a while, but it will come back with, usually with double force. So if you accept, it, if you let it flow, probably it will just go away itself. And so, Dorota, one of the things that we talked about uh, as well, um, kind of with regard to emotions, was uh, triggers. Or you mentioned triggers. Can you tell us a bit more about what, mm-hmm. what you mean by that? Or? Yeah. So, so you know, I, I think you kind of jump ahead a little bit earlier. Uh, so first is identifying, then accepting the emotion, and then a kind of learning the tr- what, what what trigger is. You know, you, you might know what trigger is. It might be kind of a very clear link of, oh, I'm feeling like that because something just happened, or I just got some news or something like that. But sometimes it's not so obvious. Yeah. So it's it's almost like um, again increasing your awareness of this whole situation, emotional situation, how how things make you feel. Um, so it's just, you know, asking yourself that question. Oh, do I know what just triggered that? Why am I, why am I reacting like that? But it's, it's allowing yourself that space, that emotional space of I'm paying attention to my emotional um, stage. Yeah, I, I'm allowing it to, 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 to develop. Yeah, I'm allowing it to, to play out. So those little, few little questions. Yeah, we, we usually we have a tendency to jump over. Yeah, so certain things make us feel a certain way and we just don't pay attention. And then there's the build up at the end of the day where, um, I don't know, I might just lose my head or I get really angry or have a road rage or come back home and, and you know, snap at the kids. Okay, yeah. obviously it's not the kids because they haven't seen me all day. I'm bringing my emotions from somewhere else. So if I'm aware how certain things make me feel throughout the day, I will not come in home and snap at the kids because... I will process it throughout the day. Because you're aware of where it's coming of, from. So, yeah. uh, uh, or if I come in, and sorry, sorry to cut you there, yeah, yeah. but if I come in and, and I do find myself being stressed or anxious or angry, 
I might say to kids, oh, yeah, I, I need a few minutes just to, to kind of regulate myself emotionally. Okay, yeah, is, yeah. is that possible? But I can only do that if I know how I feel. Exactly. And, and if you have a clear path as regards, and you know where it's coming from, and mm-hmm. you and it makes you feel, I, I would think it would make you feel more secure if you were aware of, the, of yourself emotionally in that way, and you'd feel, you wouldn't be mm-hmm. you would oh, feel ashamed for feeling it because you would know where it's from and why. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't criticize yourself for how you feel, if you accept it, of how you feel that's of course is going to increase your you know safety and security and things like that yeah. okay uh, so like uh, with regard to triggers that, that kind of leads us on nicely to, to what we talked about the kind of the body response or the, the mm-hmm. physiological response that you talked about mm-hmm. so when, when we do we do is that what we mean do we mean like uh, as in maybe lashing out um getting cross with somebody who's who's not their fault is, but is that what we mean by mm-hmm. physiological response or do we mean something else yeah as well because these are more like behaviors, so mm. the, the the first kind of uh, things we, we spoke about uh, by you know body reactions. Um, they, they you know I mean for instance having physical reactions. So um, some people um, might get very I don't know they sweat a lot when they get angry, or you might feel that your heart is palpitating when you get anxious, um, or you might get adrenaline rush okay. because of something. So literally like physical reactions of of how you are feeling. You know how emotions are. Uh, you know, kind of circulating inside your body and you have a physical reaction to it. Yeah? So, you know, w- with that, what I was thinking here and um, to do, and you, you might be surprised, but I think it'd be a good idea to maybe do a little exercise. Okay, a little, a little okay, what kind of an exercise are we proposing to? <laughs> breathing exercise, <laughs> breathing exercise. Okay. So, you know, that might help, you know, people to, to learn how to do tactical breathing. Yeah, and and it's it's something it's it's very uh, widely practiced. It's used in mindfulness and many many different types of therapies. Okay, would this be something that say you, you mentioned coming home and and you, you say you're looking for a minute to just regulate your emotions? Would this would this be something that you could do in that minute? Absolutely. Or just when you're standing aside, just hundred percent. Or you can do it even um you know just before you enter the house. Yeah, because once you enter the house, you might be overwhelmed with other things which are in the house. Uh, but just before before you enter the house, when you you know when you're either driving home or just when you pull in the driveway, um, you know do a little um, breathing exercise. Okay, so, cool. yeah. so what would, kind you of, be, would you be okay yeah, to do it? Yeah. <laughs> so how how does it set up or what, what does? Sure. One do? So what I would like you to do again. I would just want you to sit comfortably. Okay, and okay. if you feel okay, if you feel safe and secure, you can close your eyes. Okay, okay. so sit back and you, and people can do that. So if, if people are at home listening um, to the podcast or um if they're walking obviously don't close your eyes if you're driving but if, yeah, of course <laughs> please don't close your please eyes don't close your eyes operating heavy machinery or anything like that um but if, if you are home and, and and you're sitting down you can you can you know make yourself feel comfortable and, and okay. you know close your eyes so what we're going to do we're going to use like an, um, a rule of four so we, what we're going to do we're going to slowly inhale for four so. Pause for a second. I will. I will talk you through it, and then exhale for four. And you know, ideally, you can do a four minutes. So, so I want you to inhale for four. So in your head, you inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause, and now slowly exhale. Number four. One, two, three. Inhale. Slowly exhale. One, two, three, four. Do one more time. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. And slowly exhale. One, two, three, four. 
ideally, you know, you can do it for a few minutes, yeah? so you can really start feeling, you know, you can focus on your breathing and you can feel your body is relaxing uh, and, the, you know, the tension is flowing away, you know, when you exhale and ex- inhale, exhale slowly. Okay. So when, you, when, you, when you're ready, you can just come back and you open your eyes. So how was that? Um, well, I feel a lot more relaxed than to say. And we only did this for a few, for few, for few seconds, you know. But ideally, it's a number of four. So you know, inhale, exhale for four, and try to do it for four minutes. Yeah. So you can really get into it. Because even in that short time, you, you can feel yourself relaxing, and it does feel, it does mm-hmm. feel relaxing. It does feel quite nice just to breathe in and just just be quiet for for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I, I even that I can find I can see the use in that. I can see that that'd be a useful thing for people to maybe practice at home. So, so just to, to summarize what, what you said, so you, you sit comfortably somewhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you close your eyes. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and you just, you just do that. And as I said, you can do it while you're driving. Yeah, You can do it um, while you're walking. Yeah, it's kind of it's slowing down. It's being aware of of your of your um, breathing. So mm-hmm. you're focusing on your breathing. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, again, to people, don't close your eyes when you're you don't have to close your eyes. So don't close your eyes when you're driving or walking or anything. Mm-hmm. Or, but yeah, no, I'm, I have to say that 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 does feel quite quite relaxing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a nice kind of simple strategy that people can practice. Yes. Yeah. So, like, is there is there anything else that that you'd say to people at home at the, you know at the moment to our members and their families um, about about looking after their mental health? I mean, we've gone through an awful lot of stuff there I think is really mm-hmm. useful to people yeah stay safe oh, and of course if anything um if you feel overwhelmed by anything um or you you're unwell you, you please you know seek professional help okay. um as i said you know for average people that's fine these are the basic tips that you know it is basic um but if you find yourself being unwell or overwhelmed i think it's it's very important to to, to look for professional help okay very good well um Thanks very much for that, Dorota. Um, Thank think, you. Think, yeah, you're very welcome, <laughs> very welcome for coming on. Thank you very much. Um, I, I think there's a lot there for people to use at home. Um, what I would say, um, with regard uh, to resources available, so for our members and their families, if you visit the members area at www.military.ie, you'll find all the resources there um, with regard to COVID-19 and stuff for families at home, from exercise videos to uh, mental well-being videos to literature that you can use and frequently ask questions. So we'd really advise you all to go and visit that. And um, thanks very, very much for listening. And I'm sure we will catch you again with another episode. Thanks very much.